Listening to the Bring Them Home Aliyah podcast, hosted by Josh Wander. Welcome back to Bring Them Home. This is Josh Wander from Yerushalayim, Yerak Kodesh. We are privileged to have Rav Nachman Kahana on the line. Uh, he would like to speak to us also about uh, what's happening, I believe, in the parasha, as well as current events and what's going on with the craziness in the world today. Welcome, Rav Nachman, to the show. Shalom, shalom, listeners, my friends, shalom. So tell us a little bit about uh, what your thoughts are, and then maybe we'll ask some questions about uh, current events. Okay, there's so many thoughts coming, but you have to have to be able to sing on one idea, or oh, there's so many things to say about today. I'd like to read to you a short story which I wrote several years ago, which appears in the first volume of my book, With All Your Might, and happens to be very, very timely, and as we'll see towards the end. It's a short story. Very interesting, I believe. The phone rang in the nearly empty, topsy-turvy home of the Levines as they prepare for their aliyah, their Yisrael. Mrs. Beth Levine nervously let the wrapping court fall from her hand as she ran to answer the phone. Too late. Late on the phone's base signaled that there was a recorded message. She pushed the play button, and a familiar voice spoke. Hello, this is Miri from Nefesh Benefesh. I have two messages for you. A happy one and another a bit disappointing. The movers will be coming to your home tomorrow morning, Monday, at exactly 7 a.m., so please be ready. And the not-so-happy not news, I know that you wanted the three ABC seats by the window because of your names, Al, Beth, and Carol, Plus, they're joining this seat in the middle for your son David on this Thursday flight. But because you are a family of four, you are assigned the four DEFG seats in the middle section. In any event, the thrill of going on Aliyah will certainly overshadow the Shemayan irritations on the Atopa. Murray was so right, Miss Levine taught herself. The thrill of a dream come true leaves no room for such mundane issues as sitting on a plane. Although it would have been very nice to see the coastline of Israel drawn closer as the wings of eagles brought them home. Alan Beth Levine had decided to move on Aliyah five years ago when Carol was 10 and David had his bar mitzvah. However, it took five years for Al to find a suitable replacement for his law firm. In addition, selling the house for the right price was a protracted process. But thank God, the local shul bought it as a service to the community for Sheva Rabbi would be serving at the time. In the interim, the Levine kept up with current events in Israel as well as developments in the Middle East and kept the dream alive. I'm skipping now a little bit. Okay, David, the son is to begin Barabbas University right after the holidays, and Carol is registered in the Opan in Kiryat Alba. David was the critical person in the decision. Youngsters of his age in Israel are drafted into the IDF. 
that David was promised that he would be able to finish his BA uninterrupted by army service. Well, this issue behind them is really nothing to prevent the Levines from taking the step of a lifetime. The one annoying factor in their aliyah was the attitude of some relatives and friends who perhaps for reasons of jealousy or personal weakness are very critical of their plans. What's the rush? Wait till the children finish school. You're not in your peak earning power. Is this the time to leave? On the other hand, the rabbi was wonderful. On Shabbat, he spoke from the pulpit in the midst of living in the richest Israel. He praised the Levine saying how they will be missed in the many areas of their community involvement. After giving up his Sundays in order to coach the shuls, little league team, Beth for being the Shabbat Kiddush coordinator, Carol for helping her mother with the Kiddushan, and Dave for managing the shul's teen activities. But of course, the rabbi was able to point out that the mitzvah living in Eretz Yisrael was in the category of a four-cornered garment, which although not mandatory to wear, if one should do so, it would be acquired to attach to a tzitzit and merit a mitzvah. So too, one is not required to go up to the land until the Mashiach comes. But for do so, he merits a great mitzvah. So the skeptical friend and relative Al will respond, and there been so many warnings of late that the time has come to go home. So if not now, when? The tensions in various areas of the world was coming. Okay, the following day on Monday, due to Mary's message, the movers arrived at 7 a.m. sharp, that take all the worldly possessions of the Levine family to the packing company and from there to Israel. Packing was an unforgettable experience. Beth Levine stood wondering how they succeeded in 20 years of marriage that accumulate so much stuff. They began in the attic, which served as a nostalgic trip into the past. Many memories were evoked as they rummaged through their possessions. The less than modest wedding gown, which Miss Levine not wanted wanted to see. A 78 RPM record player, Al's catches mitt, which you cannot part with. Old photographs from the Pine View and Pioneer Hotels and summer camps. How these experiences have sweetened with time. Well, life goes on and with the mental scissors, they will be severed in the light of the new life in the premised land. Eventually, much was given away, more was thrown out, and necessary articles were now packed in cartons to be shipped off. In the packing process, the Levines concluded that Moshe Rabbeinu was so right in ordering the Jews to leave with only a few matzot, because if they had been permitted to bring their possessions, we'd still be in Mitzrayim. Ten in the morning, and the movers had finished about half the work. A Western Union messenger suddenly arrived at the telegram for Mr. David Levine, the son. Al signed for it, opened the envelope, and read aloud. Greetings. Do I hereby inform that the President of the United States of America and Commander of Chief of the Armed Forces and Congress in emergency session have passed the Selective Service Act of 2021 to be enforced immediately? Do I hereby, reported to report, hereby order to report on May 14th, 2021 from the Induction Center at 1948 Independence Avenue? For induction into the armed forces for a period of not less than three years. He will be sent to Paris, Ireland, Georgia to commence basic training as a proud United States Marine. Your passport will be on hold until the completion of your military service. Good luck and God speak to you in the service of your country. 
unhanded telegram to Beth as the phone suddenly rang. It got there too late to answer, but the light on the phone's bass signaled that there was a recorded message. I'll push the play button, and a familiar voice sounded. Hello, this is Miri again from Nefesh for Nefesh. Good news. Due to several unexpected last-minute cancellations, I've been able to get to you the three ABC seats near the window and the D in the middle, Deo Tzlecha. That's the story. For years and years, I've been writing people to come to itself. And I said for two reasons. Number one, because the day might come, which did, that you may not be able to come to Israel. Today you can't come. There are all kinds of problems, the corona, and these are going to let you come in as a balagan, as they say. The Kodibohu works with his stuff, watching his hand. It was 210 years of subjugation in Mitzrayim, 40 years in the Midbar, <coughs> 70 years of Galut Bavel. Hashem had a tapach. From 1948, when Medina was established, Hashem began a stopwatch. I'm giving you 70 or 75 years to come home, and then boom, stops. You can't come home today. We'll be thrown those, but now you're stuck. And I said for years, come before you, as long as you can. And for another reason, the situation in the United States is very valuable, very, very uh, material. The country today in the United States is on the, and on the verge of civil disobedience. And who knows, maybe in terms of maybe a civil war. Your children will be drafted to the army or to some kind of a military a service which has to deal with internal things in the United States. Instead of coming here to Kambayavna, the Shalabim, Yeshiva Takoto, the boys and the girls will be trapped and be going to the United States Army, United States, and that's um, police, who knows what. Things in the United States are not what they used to be. And I wrote many, many times, when Goyim, fighting Goyim is no place for a Jew to be. Anyway, you can't come today, but at least make preparation to come. And uh, the longest day, the more difficult it's going to be, we're going to get out from this in Eretz Israel. The vaccine or the Kodibol will make a miracle. We're going to go back to the good life that we had. The country is waiting for everybody to come there. But if you don't make preparation, you don't do it. Or at least send your children. Send them to Canada, to England. doesn't matter. Send them to Abu Dhabi. Let your children come here before they will be drafted. And if you think that I'm exaggerating, but when it happens, you say, why didn't we listen to Rabbi Kahana? Okay. I wish all of you Shabbat Shalom. And remember, what happened in Mitzrayim can happen any place else. Shalom Abraha. That That's actually a great segue. What happened in Mitzrayim can happen anywhere else. Uh, we read in this week's parsha, the Yaakov Melech Chodosh, that Shalom Yodat Yosef. And we see today that a new... Uh, a new leader has been put into place that is uh, known to be uh, have very different positions, him and his party, regarding Israel than the, the, his predecessor, than uh, President Trump. And uh, I'm wondering if, if, 
if you could possibly mention, just sort of address what happened today, your thoughts about what happened today on the Capitol with the chaos, something that's been unprecedented in in, in our lifetimes and what that means for the Jews. Uh, also, there's another aspect which which I would like to mention, which are that there are two Jews that are that intimately involved in this election. One is the 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 Jew that won uh, the race in Georgia, and that's many people are claiming was done fraudulently. And then you have uh, Chuck Schumer that's leading the the, the party. And uh, when you have these two Jews, is it not reasonable to think that if uh, if push comes to shove, then there will be a backlash against the Jews in America? Let me tell you, nobody can really understand or interpret what's really happening. But you have to, at some point, a person has to like go out from himself and become a spectator of life, not so much a participant. And you have to see what is the direction of Jewish history, where are we going? We don't, without even dealing with the individual, that say the, the day-to-day incidents will come and go. What is the direction? Where's the vector of Jewish history? The vector is away from the Galut. It could be Biden, it could be this, it could be that one. The Gulab Am Yisrael did not come from Trump, and the, and the Gulab is not gonna come from Biden. It's a much higher kind of a thing. But a person has to, again, become a spectator of life, spectator. Where are we going? Where is Hashem pushing the Jewish people? And that is the way to think. We have to think in the, in the macro, not in the micro. Rev. Nachman, you have a very interesting position when it comes to uh, Jews that were killed by the millions during the Holocaust uh, many people just uh, push it away and say that this is not something that we can even discuss because how can we know God's ways? But you have a very unique position when it comes to that, that uh, the Jews were not actually the target, but it was the Goyim that were fighting each other and the Jews were stuck in between. Can you just repeat maybe perhaps your, your position on that? There's a person again, Pashat Mishpatim in Shemot, that speaks about, says, Kitit say Eish, if a man should make a fire and eats the thorns, burns the thorns, and then it burns the standing wheat and the bushels of wheat. Moses said, Baba Kama, what is, what, is, what is this talking about? says, when Hashem is angry and he gives a decree to burn the weeds, which are the evil people in the world, and even the good wheat and the bushes of wheat, they get burnt first. The war, Second World War, was a decree from Hashem that Germans should kill Russians and Russians should kill Austrians and they should kill the French and the French. It was Azera of Esav against Esav. When Esav and Esav fight each other, it's no place for Yaakov to be. Now, why do I say this? Because I cannot go according to the line and say, well, well because of our sins. Because of our sins, a million, five hundred thousand little children were killed. What is that all about? One said, because the Zionists. Oh, yeah, yeah, we brought them. I remember I once spoke to a, a Satma Chassid. And I said, uh, I started thinking about this, about the Shoah. He said to me, don't speak about the Shoah, it came from Hashem. Okay, let's talk about the Medina. That came from the Sultan. Okay? The Shoah 
comes from Hashem, and the Medina comes from the Satan. How, how, how swapped can a person's mind be? And anyway, we don't know what the show was, but my feeling is it was not a decree in Am Yisrael. Our problem was that we stay there. We could have left in the 20s and the 30s, maybe before that, maybe 18, in 1890 when the Zionism began. Jews didn't leave. Many of them could not leave because they were so poor. When Stedlach, but many Jews could have left. But they didn't leave. And they were stuck when the Goyim were killing Goyim. No place for Jews to be. Now what happens in America today, there's a tremendous rift in America. Blacks against whites, whites against blacks. Each one's willing to make concentration camp for the other one. It's no place for Jews to be. Get out, get out. But no people say, what do you mean? It can never happen in America. I was born in America. America was a nice place. But it's not the same America that it was. Something else. Different. Totally different. We can only say, we can only talk. Life is difficult. And decisions, implementation of decisions are much easier than decision-making itself. The hardest thing in the world is to make decisions. But that you have to see after the Shemayim. You have to make, close your eyes and make the decision and jump. That's what life is all about. Making decisions, jumping, let me trust in the Kodesh <clears throat> Those that will do it, will do it. Those that don't, will vanish. And that's what it is. Thank you. Okay. You've given us some very deep thoughts to, to think about and contemplate during these uh, troubled times. And I, I hope that our voices reach the masses and are able to try to encourage our brothers and sisters all around the world to come home. Thank we you. We can only try. We can only try. Okay. Shalom, Josh. Be well. Take care. Shabbat shalom. Thank you for listening to the Bring Them Home Aliyah podcast. If you identify with our message, please subscribe and tell your friends about us too. You can leave us a review on iTunes as that really helps us grow. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. For sponsorship opportunities and for all other inquiries, please email us at bringthemhomeisrael at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.israeltorah.org for more content on this vital topic.